Ave Maria Radio and Renewal Ministries presents Fire on the Earth, a compelling look at the new evangelization through inspiring teachings, interviews, and testimonies. Welcome, friends. This is Peter Herbeck, your host, and this week we're talking about suffering, a different kind of suffering, suffering that comes from persecution and trial, that comes from being public witnesses to the faith in times when a, the culture, the broader culture, is resisting the faith. And just resisting people's nonconformity to the pattern of the world that's being established in that culture. Not necessarily persecution because people are banging on the Christians are banging on their doors and, you know, forcing a message on people. What ends up happening is, I mean, that, that can happen or something like that, but what's really happening, what happens in cultures, the way of life changes, which is, that's what a culture is. It's the way of life of a people and what that people value and then the laws that stand behind those values and what they require of the people. Well, we've seen in our lifetime, in just the last decade in particular, tremendous shifts in what the culture decides they want to value. And some of the things the culture is valuing are things that are radically inconsistent with the will of God. And so it puts God's people in a difficult situation. And Jesus' teaching and the apostolic teaching, they were very intentional and helping disciples understand. Yes, when you come into the kingdom, you're baptized, and you come into healthy Christian communities, there's going to be a lot of blessing in your life. You're going to experience God's mercy, His forgiveness, His love, friendship with brothers and sisters, learning how to forgive and to be forgiven. You know, healings and even signs and wonders are present in people's lives. God's blessing maybe on the order of family life and, and your financial, your businesses and things like that, which is wonderful. But Jesus was very clear as were the apostles. Identification with me is going to lead to, in some situations, persecution, rejection, false accusation. As they tried to silence me and has led to Jesus' crucifixion, that's going to happen to my disciples. It doesn't happen to every disciple in history, but it's happening a lot around the world right now. St. John Paul II, you know, had when, when he was Pope, he had this study done about the kind of persecution and martyrdom that was going on in the 20th century. And he said more people were killed, more believers were killed for the faith in the 20th century than all the centuries combined, as far as we could tell in their research. And that has continued in the 21st century. It's happening intensely in places like Nigeria. It's happening in China. It's beginning to happen in the West, in the formerly Christian countries. Now, sort of soft persecution, if you want to call it that, is emerging. And part of what that means is the broader culture now living for a different set of values and now putting laws that instantiates those values. They're insisting that people respond to those to those new values, to those new habits of culture, the way people live. They're not even allowing, as it gets more intense, cultures will not allow people to simply have their own quiet opinion about these things. They're going to make you celebrate it. They're going to make sure you don't do anything to resist it or to have a different opinion about it. So a collision course is there. Why? Because a lot of times believers don't see it because we don't have the mind of Christ. We're not living with a biblical worldview, with an eternal perspective that clearly prepares us to understand we live in a fallen world. There is the kingdom of the enemy is present in this world. Life on earth is not heaven. 
it's not free of demonic influence and the dominion of the kingdom of darkness. We have an enemy. And when human beings break from an intentional pursuit of the will of God, uh, respect for God and the things of God, and they open themselves up, they might think it's their own free choice and pathway, but when you turn from God, you're not just turning into neutrality. There's no middle ground. There's no third way. There's no safe space on the earth. This is a battlefield. I mean, the only safe space in the right sense of that way to understand is in the kingdom. It's in the hands of the Lord. But it doesn't mean you're going to experience only safety and protection on this earth while you're here. Jesus is saying, as we've been talking about all week, expect, blessed are you when these things come upon you, when persecution and trial. So we saw the words of St. Peter yesterday. Here's some more passages from the Apostles, Philippians chapter 1, verse 29. For to you it has been granted for Christ's sake, not only to believe in him, but also to suffer for his sake. You know, we, we all understand what suffering is and how suffering can be redemptive. You know, even how we handle sickness that the Lord doesn't heal in this world or trials in which we're suffered. And, but here Peter is talking and Paul's talking about something different. That stuff I just described, that reality of suffering is of tremendous value if it's born up in, in Christ, right? In trusting and surrendering to him and walking with him. But these passages from the apostles are echoing the teaching of Jesus from the Sermon on the Mount and how Jesus was so clear about the reality of the inevitability for many, many Christians in history to experience the resistance and the rejection of the world and the consequences that come with that. Second Timothy chapter one, verse eight. Therefore, do not be ashamed of the testimony of our Lord or of me, his prisoner, but join with me in suffering, suffering for the gospel according to the power of God. Now, it's interesting. Paul says, don't be ashamed of testifying to the Lord. Lots of people today in our culture because of the pressure of the broader culture now, we're being tested. Are we ashamed of the gospel? Are we blushing at the teaching of Jesus because it's not popular anymore? It's not being rewarded anymore. You know the pressure to be quiet about things that really are at the heart of kingdom life that we can't talk about. And so Paul's exhortation should come right to the heart for us. Don't be ashamed to testify to Jesus, the Lord. Without an eternal perspective and understanding who am I, what's happened to me in my baptism, I'm a dwelling place of God in the Spirit, I'm a temple of the living God, the Lord is with me, He's working in me, He's transforming me, I've, I've entered the kingdom I'm on my way home. I've got a mission in this life to, to love God with all my heart, to love my neighbor with all my heart, to love my neighbor as I love myself, to manifest the kingdom, to command by the Lord to preach the gospel in how I live and how I speak when opportunities arise. A lot of pressure there. We only have this one life to live, friends, and it's going to be over soon, and we will all appear before the judgment seat of God. And Jesus said, look, if you, if you're embarrassed about me before men, you don't see anything to me 
before men, I'm going to do the same when you come before my Father. It's so important for us to lay hold of a renewed mind. One of the reasons why this season of Lent is so important, because hopefully we stop from the hubbub of everyday life and the consumer, you know, intensity of every life, everyday life, excuse me. But we're able to stop and say, okay, where am I in relationship to the kind of things Jesus is teaching here? And the apostles are teaching. First Peter chapter two, verse 19. For this finds favor. If for the sake of conscience toward God, a person bears up under sorrows when suffering unjustly. That's precious to the Lord, unjust suffering. That is, people are being rejected, falsely accused. I mean, even, even in simple ways, like the, you know, the person who, you know, didn't, the cake maker, who just in conscience didn't want to make a particular cake. I'll make any other cake you want. I just can't make the cake you're asking me to make. Bearing witness, suffering, being rejected, you know, legal issues, potentially could go to jail, stuff like that. People who stand to bear witness to the unborn. People who stand a witness to marriage, natural marriage, and marriage in the church, right? Witness to human identity. There's a cost that's coming because the enemy is, the enemy's establishing, he, he wants to break down the culture of Christendom, the laws, the habits, the ways of acknowledging God. It's been going on for decades. But he's really accelerating now to make the most fundamental things, the commandments of God, male and female, he created them. Life begins at conception. No, you can't kill people because they're old and sick. No, young people, you can't surgically make a boy a a girl just because somebody wants to or you want that for your child. You can't do that. It violates natural order. It violates the commands of God. It's really unjust. These kinds of things. Christians can't budge on these things. And we have to be faithful witnesses. We're testifying to the Lord. Peter, 1 Peter chapter 4, verses 12 through 16. He said, Beloved, don't be surprised by the fiery ordeal that's come among you, which comes upon you for your testing, as though something strange were happening to you. But to the degree that you share in the sufferings of Christ, keep rejoicing so that also at the revelation of his glory you may rejoice with exaltation. If you're reviled for the name of Christ, you're blessed, because the spirit of glory and of God rests upon you. That's a free man. That's an apostolic mind. That's the Christian mind. That's a renewed mind. He understands how passing this world is. He's not expecting you know, the world to celebrate who he is. And to treat him fairly, we can make appeals to that. But at the end of the day, he's not surprised. He's not going to give up. And the temptation, friends, is to is to abandon the faith, to compromise, to purchase some kind of security and safety from opposition, to protect our idols, to escape suffering, to accommodate to the world. Hey, I didn't ask for this. And you notice people are leaving the church. And some of the reason people are leaving the church are, you know, what always gets brought up is the, is the abuse scandal. And yeah, that's scandalous. And yes, I can see why some people, you know, have struggled with that. And, and some people say they've left the church for that reason. 
I personally don't think it's a reason to leave the church. It's a reason to repent and to help those who've, who've suffered and to get things right in the church. But lots of people are leaving because one, the church isn't sounding a clear trumpet. But two, now for the first time, it's going to cost something to witness to Jesus, to be in the church at a time when the culture is beginning to openly resist, reject, and even hate things that the church teaches and cannot change. So, a price now, a cost, is here as we as we live and follow Jesus. And the question is, and here's Peter's point, don't think something strange is coming upon you. You're being tested. You're being purified in fire. Who are you? What do you believe? Do you really believe that life here on earth is short and it's a passing shadow? You're here today, you're gone tomorrow, and soon, you know, you're going to die. And you know you're in the kingdom and you're waiting for the great reward and you're being strengthened by the Lord in difficult times and circumstances because exactly what he said was going to happen is happening to you. Or are we attached to our idols, to our comfort, to the recognition of men, to popularity, to all these things that we just don't want to lose? Big test is here. Let's, we need to pray for each other. That's what Lent's all about too, friends, you know? I want to also just remind you in the last few seconds to, uh, at the end of the program, you hear about the free booklet I just wrote called Receiving Fire. There's a lot of insight in that booklet that is in line with what we're talking about this week, and I think it'll encourage you, so don't be afraid to reach out for it. So God bless you. Have a great day. Each program of Fire on the Earth with Peter Herbeck can be downloaded at AveMariaRadio.net and RenewalMinistries.net. Fire on the Earth is a production of Ave Maria Radio. Friends, I'd like to offer you my new booklet, Receiving Fire. Jesus said, I have come to cast fire on the earth. Would that it were already ablaze. That fire is the purifying love that burns in the heart of Jesus. A fire of grace for those who receive it, but a fire of judgment for those who refuse it. If you'd like a copy of this free booklet, call 1-800-282-4789 or contact us on the web at renewalministries.net slash foe. That's renewalministries.net slash foe. FOE.